Good morning or good afternoon, good day. Cover all my bases. How are you doing? All right. Um, hello from Parkside Drive. Hilarious, Robin. Good morning. Um, okay. I hope your uh, your week's starting off well. I hope you're having a, a good day. Um, I want to jump right into this today. On what day was it? Friday? No, Saturday. I was uh, with my son at the gym. He's playing basketball, and I was walking around the the little track that's uh, above that, and and looks down over the basketball courts and. Um, Holy Spirit started bringing up some stuff from, from my past, um, years back, uh, hello, Lisa, back in Connecticut. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, wish you were back here. We'll look forward to the next, <clears throat> excuse me. We'll look forward to the next trip. Uh, glad you're back home safe though. Uh, so he started talking to me about some things uh, from my past. And so years and years ago, um, it was in 1999. I was a few days away from getting orders to go to uh, a leadership school. And, and hello, Anne-Marie. And, and it was really, it, it's a, a really intense uh, school. It was uh, about 75 days long. And you are pretty much cut off from communication to the outside world uh, for that time. And so um, it, it is, it, it's a really intense school and there is a, a lot that goes with it. And uh, the expectations are, are very high with that. So um, there is a, a creed that goes along with this as well. And so, I was kind of prompted to go look this up and in doing so it, it a lot of other things, uh, Holy Spirit started talking to me about, um, particularly the, the values that the U S army holds. And, you know, as that was part of my life for 20 years, um, I, I'm pretty familiar with it or so I thought, you know, um, so the army has seven values and each of those like, uh, unedited life, we have our behaviors those are things that we value and we put definition to them. What does it look like to live those things out? Well, the army does the same thing. Um, soldiers can list off these words and, and know what those are, but they don't always understand the definition behind them. And, and for whatever reason, uh, I, I saw duty and the word duty, and that's one of the values. And that was really highlighted for me. And so I, I looked at the definition and I want to read it to you because I think it's interesting and and there's um, there are pieces and aspects of it that that we pull on uh, and, and use in in our everyday life as believers as followers of Jesus. So let me read this to you. This is the uh, the Army's definition of duty, which is one of their values. It says, "Fulfill your obligations. Doing your duty means more than carrying out your assigned tasks. Duty means being able to accomplish tasks as part of a team." The work of the U.S. Army is a complex combination of missions, tasks, and responsibilities, all in constant motion. Our work entails building one assignment onto another. You fulfill your obligations as a part of your unit, 
every time you resist the temptation to take shortcuts that might undermine the integrity of the final product. I think that's very fitting in, in a lot of what we do because we talk about uh, sharpening one another and being in oneness. And, and yeah, that looks like a team, but it goes deeper than that. Uh, when you're sharing oneness, there is, there's much more uh, there than just simply a team because a team, when uh, the game is over or whatever the event is where they have, the team comes together uh, at the end, they go their separate ways. In oneness, you are still connected. There is still uh, uh, an aspect there where you are still held together because there's still uh, a, a draw to one another. There's still responsibility to the, to one another in that. And so it goes a little bit deeper. And uh, the complex combination of missions, uh, tasks, and, and responsibilities all in constant motion, these are... Uh, Aspects that we can see when we look at our our everyday lives as disciples of Christ. And that is that is a more intense dedication than just simply believing. And and we've talked about this. And um, just to reiterate, you know, you can you can simply just believe and and be accepted. You can look at um, at Romans 10 uh, verses 9 through 13. It says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be disappointed. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, abounding in riches for all who call on him. For whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. So there, there is there is an aspect of, of just simply believing, and that brings you in, and and you're good, and and we've talked about you can go even further, because the the next step beyond that is is becoming a disciple, and more is required of a disciple than a, a simple believer, and. And with this whole discussion about duty and and moving from believer to uh, disciple, there is a there is a lot that that I was wanting to to think through and talk through, but it just didn't didn't seem fitting. Like, what does it mean for uh, a son to fulfill duty? What does it mean for an ambassador to go out and fulfill his duty? You know, the, these are those are things that we are called. We're called uh, uh, heirs. We're called ambassadors, sons. And, and so what does it look like to to fulfill duty and all of that? And and I just didn't feel like uh, Holy Spirit was talking to me about what does it look like for for duty here and duty there? Because it just feels like there is there is uh, uh, one person we are called to be dutiful to. And that's Jesus. And so it doesn't look like just simply being a believer or um, or then taking a step further and going going on to be a disciple and accepting that more is required of me than uh, just simply believing. And I don't want this to to come across weird in any way either, because we know that uh, uh, the cross finished all the work 
Um, but I, I want to go through a couple of things here that that take us beyond um, the simple belief in, in in the finished work of the cross. I, I'm trying to phrase this right because I, I don't want to. I don't want to give the message that says that your work is what is required to bring you into salvation or bring you into right standing or any of that. Because what I just read uh, uh, would totally negate that. And so uh, I want to to make sure that you understand what I'm saying here is not that it is um, it is a call to to build on one assignment. So it says uh, in, in that definition that I read to you, it says our work entails building one assignment onto another. So when you simply believe God starts to call you into things. Yeah, it's not about earning victory. It's about displaying it. And, and that's what we get to do in these assignments that build on one another. God starts to to call you into things. You say, uh, I, I believe. That, that's it. There is nothing else out there that uh, that could make me believe anything else. And so you you start to follow Jesus and God starts to call you into assignments and says, uh, you know, go volunteer over there or some other simple thing. And it, it starts to build one assignment on top of another. And each one is more complex. Each one presents a new challenge that. Um, you're likely not equipped for when he calls you into it. But that's the beauty of it is he's going to to give you what it is you need to uh, be successful and be able to put uh, victory on display, to be able to put his grace on display. And so I, I just want to make sure that, that we're, we're clear on that. And, and so He's calling you into these things, and um, we, we have to understand that simply believing is, is pulls you in, right? It, it, it's simply believing what has already been done on your behalf to, to bring you into right standing with God. Your, your, your belief is making agreement with that. And so, so we're clear on that. And, and now God is starting to, to draw us into uh, uh, greater things, in, into something where he wants to use us to expand the kingdom. And, and at the same time, he's giving us gifts to, to sharpen one another, to, to enhance uh, uh, the gifts that we all have. And so my gift is going to sharpen yours and yours is going to sharpen mine. Like we say this all the time. If you are showing up uh, and not stepping in into the room in fullness of who you are, of who God says that you are with all the gifts that he's given to you, everyone else is missing out. We are missing something when you don't step in in fullness. And uh, if you look at first Peter 4.10, it says, as each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So right there, there's something that's drawing us deeper into uh, um, it's drawing us deeper into a, an assignment here. And the assignment is to sharpen one another. 
and, and, and the sharper you are, the, the, the more uh, intense the next sharpening assignment is going to be for you, the more uh, you're going to find a challenge there, the more you're going to need to rely on Holy Spirit. There, there is an intimate connection that needs to be made every single day and likely multiple times per day where you're going to have to go to him and say, I, I need you. I, I need I, I need sharpening from you so I can uh, show up in fullness. It, this isn't just doing it on your own. You're, you're still uh, not on your own, right? You have the Holy Spirit indwelling in you. And so... Um, these assignments take on a sense of duty, right? If, if we have in, in our organization a mission, there are our tasks and uh, that, that come with that, that come with running the organization. And anytime you step into a new assignment, there's responsibilities there as well. And, and, and these things can, can be in motion because it's a, a constant motion because assignments can come quick. You know, you can have an assignment uh, to to go pray for somebody. And once you fulfill that assignment, it's, it's on to the next one. Or uh, maybe that was just a, a, a branch of the one you're already on. And so I, I just want us to keep in mind that that, yes, simply believing that 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 is your agreement. And you you acknowledge that you are in right standing with God because of what Jesus did. And then God calls you in and takes it a step further and says, okay, I've given you these gifts. Now I want you to use them to, to sharpen one another, to build up the body, not to tear it down, but to build it up. The, the things that, that should be torn down in the body are the, the compromises, those things that don't belong. That's the stuff that should be torn down and, and cut away. And, and, and that just leaves you and everybody else better. And, and so it, it goes even a step further. And, and I've really been thinking it's okay to just say, I'm going to simply believe and, and that be good enough. And, and when I said that the other day in, in my mind, uh, I heard Holy Spirit kind of just like pull the needle off the record. And, you know, you know how in the movies you hear the somebody walk in and, and the, it just kind of goes and the music stops. When I said that, that's that's kind of what I heard in my head. Uh, and and it was good enough was the question back. When God created everything, he didn't say, oh, that's good enough. I can move on to the next thing. I looked at it and he called it good. I mean, how how many of us uh, uh, look at something and say, oh, that's good enough? Uh, uh, Oftentimes we're, we're looking at ourselves and saying, good enough. God doesn't say that about us. He says, you're good. And so... Thinking to myself that, oh, you can make the choice to just simply believe. You can make the choice to just show up on Sunday, be an attender, and and that's okay. That's that's good or or good enough. You know, that, 
you know what I'm, you, you understand what I'm saying. And, and I made the distinction of, or you could step out and become a disciple. You could accept that uh, there is a, a larger role and greater responsibility that comes with that. And more is going to be required of you. And you can step out and, and be a disciple. And, and that is, that is a choice that you can make. Um, I'm starting to think otherwise. I'm starting to think that there is a, a duty here to, to actually say, okay, I simply believe God has called me into uh, um, sharpening one another. And now it's time to, to decide if, if that's going to be enough or if I'm going to take another step further. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. We're not called to to fill the pews. Um, no, we're not. Um, and, and I don't feel like there is a choice anymore to say, I'm just going to simply believe and that's good enough. I, I just don't feel like that's a choice. And so I, I want to read Matthew 28, 18 through 20 real quick. And this this closes out. This is the last few verses of the book of Matthew. It says, And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I command you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That did not sound like there's any room in there for uh, for choice. He, he all authority has been given to him in heaven on earth. And he says, "Go therefore and make disciples of the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit." Go. Um, wasn't a question; it's a command. That 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 is. It's not. Will you go? It's, he says, go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations. Now, if I'm going to go out and make disciples and, and, and disciple people unto Jesus, I have to know what it is to be a disciple myself. It's difficult to point to something without... Um, now you can, you can point to something with, with just knowledge alone, but that, that is going to fall short without the experience to back that up as well. Uh, if I'm wanting to really point people to Jesus, to really, uh, move someone along as a, a disciple unto him, I better know, I better experience it myself. When, when I when I point somebody in that direction, I have the experience that that backs up these this words this knowledge, and, and so I just don't feel like what I have said in the recent past about saying okay, um, simply believe and and that's good that's good enough. It's not good enough. 
this I'm trying to really get the the vocabulary of good enough out of me because um, I don't want to look at something and say that's good enough. I want to be able to look at that and in seeing the fruit, just be be able to say, uh, like God did, that's good. And really believe that. I I don't want to, I don't want to use the term good enough. I don't want my life to just be good enough. I, I want to be a disciple that, that hears, uh, well done, good and faithful servant. You know, I, I don't want to hear that was good enough. It's not where I want to be at. And, and I hope none of you want to be there either. I, I really sincerely hope that in this, throughout this rambling today, you have been able to catch the message of, of uh, the duty that we are stepping into as believers, that one assignment builds on another, right? They, that you are given an, an assignment and you may not think it, it amounts to much, but God wouldn't give it to you if it didn't, didn't mean something to him. Everything he calls you into has meaning to him. Find that, have the conversation with Holy Spirit, find the meaning behind it. Each successive assignment you receive is going to be more complex, going to be more difficult. You're going to be presented with new challenges. And in saying that a different way, you are going to be presented with new opportunities to have revelation opened up to you by Holy Spirit when you say, this is new. Walk me through this. You're going to have tons of questions. And if you are constantly having more questions and you have answers, you're probably growing. Because as you start to receive answers and receive revelation from Holy Spirit, you're going to find uh, probably three, four, five more questions on the backside of that that you have. But it keeps you constantly searching. It keeps you, you constantly uh, uh, searching him out and, and there is continuous growth there so that that's that's kind of what I, I'm wanting you, you to catch is to see these things for what they are this these challenges these are opportunities and you have the opportunity right now to go deeper you have a choice. Um, yes, simply believing your agreement with what's been done on your, your behalf that, that says, yes, I agree that I am right with God. That's good. But there is a, a, a duty on the backside of that to accept the call to, like you're saying, Amory, not just fill the pews. To actually step out and say, I want to be a disciple. 
and and knowing that it's going to to cost you everything and and knowing that you are are giving up reputation in that because some of the things that god may ask you to do um may not look like something that the world would say is the right way to do things i, I mean you can look at the history of unedited life and and in the natural, in what uh, most churches would say, we didn't launch correctly. We didn't have all our our ducks in a row. We didn't have our, our I's crossed and our T's dotted. Yes, I understand. I said that wrong. Uh, we, we didn't have everything lined up like uh, uh, within the, the system or the model that has been laid out that says, this is the way things are done. We were just obedient. We just followed the call of God and went for it. And, and we haven't, I don't want to say we haven't had struggles. We definitely have had struggles. However, in obedience, in, in leaning on God as our defender, in leaning in him as provision, uh, things just seem to uh, miraculously work out. There, there's always uh, provision there that uh, is needed. He, he provides for our needs. And, and I think that is a, a big piece of, of being a disciple is that you step out in obedience and Listen to the assignments that he's giving you and and just following through like he's showing you. And just understand that it's, it's going to cost everything. But in, in these assignments, as you as you are are becoming more and more like Christ and the assignments are getting more complex and more opportunity or challenges presented to you. Uh, it, it, it becomes a joy because you get to, you, you have story after story after story of God showing up and, and providing. You are going to see miraculous things happen and you are going to get to share those with, with people to, to help build up their faith, to, to, uh, to help push them along in their discipleship journey. And, and, and there is going to be a, a point where, uh, you transition from one assignment to the next and you realize that the next assignment is raising up a future generation. And that's going to be one of the most challenging uh, and, and complex assignments you'll, you'll run into. And, and, and yes, building a legacy. And, and I had a small glimpse of this in my last assignment in the army. It was, it was one of the things where I was like, wow, it's time to like uh, start looking at what's next because when you start training soldiers who weren't alive, when you join the army, it's kind of like, whoa, this is, it takes, it takes kind of a weird turn. Um, but you start, you start thinking about that, that legacy and what's next. And, and you start wanting to pour into them more and more and more because you know that they are the ones that are going to carry things on. And, and so I, I just, can't imagine that there isn't 
duty on the backside of simply believing that there isn't a, a, a call into the, re, the responsibilities of the freedom that we step into with that belief. <clears throat> Excuse me. We, uh, I just don't think we can shirk the, that responsibility as much as we want to, as much as we want to pretend and, and try to uh, use God as the scapegoat. It, it's just, it's just not going to work anymore. If we're going to really look at discipleship and, and really want to call ourselves disciples, we have to take on some responsibility. We have to be willing to be sharpened. We have to be willing to uh, uh, be in the midst of hard conversations, whether they're directed toward us or, or whether we are bringing something to someone. It's not going to be easy. Um, it, it's, It is not going to always be comfortable, but I, I, I truly believe as disciples, we're duty bound to, to plunge headlong into these things that God is calling us into without fear, without reservation, knowing he's got good things for us. Uh, where, where was it? Uh, right up front. Angie, you said, um, it's not about earning victory. It's about displaying it. So in, in the, the headlong plunge into what God's calling you into, you're already victorious there. And, and if you believe that, and, and that, that is an exercise of faith right there, jumping into that. Saying, I see the assignment you have for me, God, and here I am. All of me. Everywhere I go, I am stepping in in fullness and, and I am just looking for what is next. Even if I know I'm on a big assignment and, and I have a message to, to share or uh, something to, to do that God is calling me to do, I'm still looking for uh, what other small assignments he has for me in that. And, and so, uh, uh, again, through this whole rambling, I, I hope you have caught the sense of duty that comes with simply believing and you're ready to step out and be a disciple, um, regardless of, of what that looks like, regardless of cost and, and just go, just go. If you're, if you're having a, a problem saying, okay, um, I, I don't know this big grandiose thing that God's calling me into. If you find yourself saying that, well, stop for a minute and, and say, okay, what is the little thing you want me to do? As I'm walking across the parking lot, does he want me to put a cart in the little cart corral? Pick up a piece of trash, smile at somebody say hi what are, what are the little promptings that I, that I'm hearing those little assignments that I can start to to uh, uh, build on and and say okay yes I'm serious about discipleship and then start to see the assignments get bigger and bigger and more complex more challenging or more opportunity presented to you
start looking for those things. He's going to reveal the big thing. All right. I, I think I've rambled on long enough. I love you all. Have a great week. And uh, we will see you Wednesday morning. Bye.